0: Welcome to the Find Your Awesome Podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott and I'm your host. I'm an intuitive human design reader, a certified professional coach, and an instigator of joy. And I am so excited you're here. I'm so excited for this little episode that I created for you because I am absolutely positively passionate about helping people remember who they are. And part of us remembering who we are is learning to love ourselves. And so I'm already going to get out of my own way and give you three and a quarter tools to help you love yourself. You are amazing. This is hard work and you can do it. I love you. Go forth and be awesome. So here we are, spiritual beings here in these human bodies, trying to figure out this whole humaning thing. And a big piece of this humaning thing is learning how to love ourselves. And we stumble along, we trip over our big puppy paws trying to figure this out. Here's the thing. Each one of us is love and light, pure divine love and light. We are born knowing that and then we forget. When I was a little kid, I called myself Tashi. And it, apparently I said, me, Tashi. My parents thought I just couldn't say the K and L and S sounds of Kelsey. But years later, years later, I was reading a book on an airplane, and I learned that Tashi is the Tibetan word for light. And I felt the truth resonate in my body as I realized that two-year-old me, toddler me, had been going around saying, I am light. I knew it then. And I very quickly forgot. I am passionate about helping people learn to love themselves because man, oh man, did I struggle with this. As a kid, I have such a strong memory of walking down the hall in school, in grade school, you know, my footsteps on the linoleum floor. And to the pattern of my footsteps, I would say in my head, I hate myself. I hate myself. I hate myself. I can just bring myself back there so fast. We all learn along the way to be pretty mean to ourselves. Maybe you haven't had this exact experience. You probably haven't because you are not me, but maybe you've had a similar experience. And today I want to give you a few tools that can help you learn to love yourself. Now, these tools aren't absolute magic. It helps so much to work with a certified professional coach like me or many others or a therapist, it helps a lot to have a professional teammate on your team to really, truly embody this work of loving yourself. With that said, here are a few things that I have done personally and I've done with my clients and it's all been really helpful. Okay. So thing number one, write yourself a love note. Take a post-it note. So this is a small piece of paper, sticky note, and write a note. So if I were writing one to myself, it would say, Dear Kelsey, I love you. I really love how your eyes sparkle when you're when you smile. Love Kelsey. That is an example of a real love note that I have written to myself. And I would put it on my bathroom mirror and every time i see that love note i'm going to make myself read it cuz we look in the mirror so often but we don't actually we don't actually even see ourselves but you know we habituate to that thing off to the side this is i want you to make a conscious decision to look at that note and read it maybe read it out loud so here's here's the project write yourself a love note write it to use your name say, I love you and say something specific that you love about yourself and sign it, love your name. Put this note up on your bathroom mirror or someplace where you're going to see it at least twice a day. When you see it, read it at least once, if not twice, maybe read it out loud and keep this note up. Until you have truly embodied the message that's in there. And when that happens, write a new one. Now, if you share your bathroom mirror with somebody else, write a love note to them too. Get them on board for this project. So, for instance, you write a love note to you, you write a love note to your partner, your partner writes a love note to themselves and a love note to you. You read all of the notes that are for you. Every single time you see them, you can get your whole family involved in this. Even if you don't all share a mirror, you could put them on the fridge. You could put them on the front door. Be creative with this. The whole goal is short, true notes that you can embody and that are not going to take you a long time. You're not going to be lazy. You're not going to skip over words when you read it. They're short, punchy, true, magical notes. You write to yourself, you embody the love, and when you need to freshen it up, you do that. But maybe don't throw away that initial note, hold on to it. I mean, why not? Why do we think that holding on to love letters is so romantic, but maybe holding on to sticky notes is not? No, holding on to sticky notes is equally romantic, so keep keep them all for later down the road. You never know when you're going to need those. Okay. On to thing number two, make a list of 100 things you love about yourself and do it in one sitting. So here's why it's super important that you do it in one sitting. You're going to start out with, you know, totally in your brain, writing this list of things that you love about yourself. And you're going to get stuck. Maybe it's at number four, maybe it's at number 40. Who knows? It doesn't matter. But when you get stuck, you are going to drop into your body and start. You're going to continue to come up with things. And they're going to come from a deeper, truer place within you. 100 things you love about yourself. All of these projects, by the way, I highly recommend you get a, not just an accountability buddy, but do this with a friend, do this with your partner, do this with your family, hold each other accountable, hold each other to the truth. The truth is that you are love and light. The truth is that you are enough. The truth is that you are lovable. The truth is that you are loved. The truth is that you are so... Supported. Okay. The last thing. Here's what I want you to do. When somebody gives you a compliment, say, thank you. I know. That's right. When somebody says, I love your energy, say, thank you. I know. Ready? Practice. I love your energy. You are such a bright light. Did you say it? Thank you. I know. Make eye contact as you say that. And I got this exercise from Rebecca Tracy years ago. If you can, do this with a partner so you really, truly can make eye contact as you are saying thank you. I know. Now I'm going to give you an out. If this is a super awkward conversation. If you are meeting the president and they give you a compliment and you feel like it would be inappropriate to say, thank you. I know out loud. You say, thank you. And internally you say, I know. Got it. Thank you. I know. This is Important for all humans, but especially if you are a projector or a two four, because you guys can't see yourselves. So, you actually need somebody to show you, to tell you what is great about you for you to be able to see it yourself. So, give yourself that space to truly embody the compliment, to truly receive and embody. Let it drop into you. Allow it to become you. Now, one thing. I mentioned that I certainly wasn't born with... Well, let me rephrase that. I was born knowing that I am love and light. I was born loving myself. But, you know, by the time I was four or five, I had very much forgotten For people with gate 10 in their human design, you guys already have the gift of loving yourself, but that doesn't mean that you actually are aligned with that gift at all times or at all, because in fact, you might be more prone to the conditioning that says it's egotistical to love yourself. Don't be a narcissist. It's rude to brag, all of that stuff. And that's because you actually have that gift and you probably showed it early on in your life and you probably made people uncomfortable. Loving yourself does not mean being a jerk. It doesn't mean being self-righteous. It doesn't mean being narcissistic. It means knowing that you are love and light. And when you know and embody the fact that you are love and light, you allow other people To see that they too are love and light. Now, there's one more piece that I want to talk about when it comes to loving yourself, and that is our inner critic. Our inner critics are those voices in our heads that say, You're not good enough. You're too dumb. You're too fat. You're too slow. You're not funny. Whatever they say. And side note, Please, one other thing you can do to love yourself, please talk to yourself as you would speak to somebody you love dearly. Please don't call yourself names. Please do not insult yourself. Please speak to yourself as you would your child. Okay, now back to the inner critic. So, their inner critic says, You're not enough. You're not worthy. You're not smart. You're not cool. You're not beautiful. Our inner critics are actually trying to protect us. These are things we have unconsciously created to protect ourselves. Every single human creates an inner critic. Now, if you have human children of your own, your kids have inner critics, you are still a good parent. This has nothing to do with you. Even if your child's inner critic actually has your voice. It doesn't matter. This is part of the human process. This is part of our souls learning how to do things in this human body. This is part of why our souls signed up for this earth school, because this human thing is so tricky. So we all have this inner critic. And so many of us think we can just say, Shh, shut up. That's not true. But (laughs) that doesn't work. What we need to do is transform our inner critic. And that is something that I have found so powerful. Because let me tell you about my earliest memory of my inner critic. Let's go back to my first grade classroom, where our class was divided into two groups, the panda bears and the unicorns. Now, supposedly, One group wasn't smarter than the other, but this panda bear knew that the unicorns were the sparkly ones. I knew that I was not a sparkly one. I was cute and roly poly as a panda bear, but I was not like the chosen one. And so I had, I already had that knowing, oh, I'm not good enough. And then in our first grade classroom, we were all supposed to read aloud in front of the class. I was the last kid to go. I was the last kid to go partly because I was the last kid to learn to read. And finally the day came where I sat up in front of the class and I read a dog on a log out loud. And I finished and everyone clapped. And I, in my six-year-old brain, recognized that clap, that applause as a pity clap. I was like, oh my goodness, they're all so shocked that I could read. And that was already my inner critic at work saying, you're not good enough. You're not sparkly enough. You're not here to shine notice that phrase, you're not sparkly enough. Do you hear how much I talk about how we are all here to be sparkly now? Because I have transformed my inner critic. And now I see it so clearly that every single one of us is here to be sparkly AF, that the universe wants us to be sparkly AF, (laughs) that we are all worthy of being sparkly AF. So Here's what I got for you when it comes to transforming our inner critic. It is deep work. It is work that I love to do one on one with clients. But because it's also work that I find super important, I've made it available on my website. It's called the Inner Critic Transformation. And guess what? It's only $11.11. So if you feel like you are ready for that, head over to kelseyabbott.com and get yourself the Inner Critic Transformation. I hope this is helpful on your journey to love yourself. You are amazing. You are a miracle. You are here to be sparkly AF. I love you. Go forth and be awesome.